0: LA fuckers (laughs) don't get fucking vaccinated don't fucking do it no no
1: (laughs) I'm Nick I'm Hunter
0: and this is NYC actors talk film we're back after uh, a little bit of a hiatus couple months um it's been a bit how you doing Hunter it's been a while
1: I'm good man I'm doing good good to be back
0: it's good to be back, seat. Right?
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's nice.
0: It's nice. We're back. Here we are.
1: And we're still NYC actors. And we're still... We're still... In in, even though you're in Canada.
0: Canada. That's very true. But I'm still in <laughs> <at> NYC, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. that's all that matters. Hey,
0: at least we got one. We got one. We got one. So but we only- can still call this NYC Actors star film.
1: Yeah, if you weren't there, we'd have to call it something completely different. Then it'd just be actors talking film and that's you know That's boring.
0: nothing.
1: boring.
0: Uh <laughs> Snoozefest. Oh, Snooze oh my god, uh this is the uh podcast equivalent of a NyQuil. <laughs> um and uh so we're back. We we've seen some movies, right Hunter? Oh, we've been we've been watching movies, man. Oh, we've you? been watching movies, dude. It's it, it's Oscar season. All the prestigey fucking bullshit movies are out, and I'm eating them up.
1: Yeah, I'm eating them up, baby. No, I've seen so many movies of at least for for my standards of like new releases that came out this year. I've seen. I think on my letterbox, it's like it says sixty-one. Yeah, that's a shit ton of movies.
0: That's all. That's a lot of movies, my friend. Yeah, and also that's a just. Lot of seen- movies.
1: And just adding up the movies that haven't come out this year that I've watched this year, I've been watching maybe too many movies.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm i checking my box right now. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, 68 films. That's Easy. right. 68. Oh. So just a little bit more than you. Yeah. That's um, a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I've, I've seen a lot. Um, some I like. Some not so much. It's like every other year, Hunter.
1: It really is. It really is. It's almost like (laughs) it's another year of our lives.
0: Um, A lot of movies to talk about. Um, So what we're going to do for this episode is just kind of run through some of the big boys and girls and non-binary. Some blockbusters. Just one blockbuster, really. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of... uh, And some indies, some smaller movies, um, some Oscar movies. We got Thoughts.
1: We do, we promise thoughts on this shit. We,
0: look, if we can promise one thing, it's not consistency, it's not even quality. What we promise is thoughts.
1: What we promise is fucking hot takes,
0: man. What we promise is takes that will make you go, what? <laughs> that, that, we, that, we, that we can promise. That we can promise.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, please uh, follow us on Instagram. We're at NYC Actors Talk Film. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. Just look that up. You'll find us. We're we're everywhere you listen to podcasts. All right. Here's my short review of uh, the menu. It's good. All right. Um, (laughs) uh, Ralph Fiennes, uh, good actor? Good actor? Good actor? So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's our five-second review of the menu, a movie you haven't seen yet, Hunter, right?
1: I have not. Y- not you yet. see all these movies not. early because you're in New York, man.
0: Yeah, New York New York is, like, killing it, always killing it when it comes yeah. to early screenings. Like, like random early screenings. Like, I just, like, look, you know, I, I'm on, like, Fandango, AMC, A-List, and all that stuff. And I'm just, like, look, and I'm, like, oh, shit, there's an early screening for this movie. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: And ter- Toronto is... Okay. Toronto's good at that too, but I just got here. I spent freaking six months in Virginia where they showed Top Gun Maverick for a year now, apparently.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's still in which, some theaters. It's still which, in dude, some theaters.
1: I'm fine with it. That movie rocks. That's my, I mean, that movie rocks my socks. That's my one second review of Top Gun Maverick. It, it fucking rocks.
0: It makes me believe in not only movies again, but planes and trains
1: and automobiles some would say but that's, that's right. another podcast
0: yeah we, we already, already we, we, we already did that all right we already did that we gotta move forward yeah um, so we gotta we, go what what we, we gotta go mach 10 we gotta move forward we gotta go mach 10 man we gotta go we gotta mach, mach 10.1 <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about uh what the first movie we're talking about today is tar oh oh would you look at that? Yeah, I, I, it looks like i got something here. Oh, the um, description of the movie. I'm just going to read this, if, if that's right. Yeah, oh, just yes. someone just sent me this. Um, yeah, so Tar, uh, a heartwarming story about a kind <laughs> teacher who does nothing wrong. All right, that's the that's description of the movie. Wow.
1: talking about tar 2022 I actually am interested uh, to hear your thoughts on this movie though
0: yeah I mean um once again just a heartwarming movie <laughs> about a kind teacher and and not not just a teacher obviously an EGOT, got you know she's <laughs> she's just like she she has so much power and she shares you know her her power mm-hmm. with, with the people you know because she's just so kind no she does, um, yeah. uh, I mean if we're <laughs> Okay, now that, uh, let's be, uh, yeah, let's let's be serious now. Let's put on our serious hats.
1: Serious hats.
0: For let's time. put on our serious hats. All right, Tar Heads, put on your serious hats. <laughs> uh, so, tar is a very bleak fucking movie about uh, about Kate Blanchett playing a fictional character, not real. Some people think Libby Tar is a real person, and it's That's very too funny. funny. That's it's very too funny. funny. Um, I've seen this movie twice now. Um, just because it's so fun. (laughs) No, um, uh, it's, it's very good. I, I, I love it. Um, especially because of obviously Kate Blanchett's, um, crazy performance. I mean, it's like insane. Like not only obviously is she like playing such a, you know, complex character, but like, she's like, she's speaking German. She's, like, pretending to be, you know, a conductor, you know, and and she's doing all this shit, and it's, like, insane. Like, I I can't even imagine doing all the shit that she does in this movie.
1: It's a fucking killer performance, man. Like, I walked out of the theater, and I immediately went home and started watching her talk about doing this movie, because it was, like what was her process like? You know what I mean? Because you're right. She's speaking German. She's conducting a real orchestra too. Like those people are professionals. Yeah.
0: They're real musicians. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Which is a whole other thing, which is really cool that they did. Um, Yeah. We'll talk Oscars later, but my God, my God, it's kind of fucking incredible what she did. Yeah
0: monumental performance one of the best characters of the year one of the best performances of the year um, in, for in sure I,
1: in my opinion um, for me personally best movie of the year so far I, I'd, I'd never seen a movie like this before
0: you know just like you I think like most people like after watching it you want to like you know look up articles and like you know just like kind of just absorb every little detail that you saw. And, and think about it more because it's so nuanced and it's so complex in a way that most movies, when they tackle, let's just say, you know, cancel culture, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, it's not as nuanced as something like this movie. Some movies, um, some other movies tackle cancel culture well too, but a lot of them don't, and at least not in this way, you know, not in this kind of way where You know, it's a, you know, obviously we're opening up a whole can of worms here, but, you know, uh, there's so much to talk about. (laughs) Like, we're not, like, completely villainizing her, but also not, obviously, completely, like, on her side either. She's just one of those, like, anti-heroes in cinema where, like, you're just kind of like, you know, I I have to think more about your character after the movie. That kind of thing, where it's, like, not spelled out. It's not, like, obvious. It's not hammering over the head with like, this person is this, you are kind of just left to like, think about it for yourself in, in some ways. I think in some other ways, I think in very profound ways, you know, the movie is, is showing you through visuals and once again, not through dialogue where it's like, Lydia Tarr, you are this, it's yeah. just like showing you. And if you're smart enough and you know, not, not to be like, you know, like you have to be smart to what you know, to watch this movie, mm-hmm. but it requires your attention. It's the thing. It, it's it like, does. if you're not, if you're not paying attention and then you like, you know, come out of the movie and you're just like, it's this then You didn't really watch the movie. You were just, you weren't really paying attention. It, it rewards you to actually pay attention. Cause there's no, obviously it's not an action movie. It's not, Lydia Tarr doesn't fight f- fucking Thanos in this movie. You know, <laughs> Lydia Tarr instead is fighting, you know, a lot of ways uh, herself.
1: <laughs> I, I got so many different sides of Lydia Tarr. So many different sides of her. Like, how she interacts with her daughter, how she interacts with, um, like fans in a weird way, how she interacts with coworkers, how she interacts with her wife. And it's like, Oh, how she interacts with students a little bit. And it's like, not a a a lot of it in a a scene, in a scene that is my absolute favorite scene. It's shot in one take and it's fucking incredible. The camera movements, the acting it's,
0: it's one of the best scenes of the year.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, dude, and it's yeah, uh, but yeah, that's something that I really appreciated about this
0: movie. Yeah. Oh, spo- uh, spoilers! By the way, we are we're definitely just gonna sick spoil this movie. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Cool.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, I I, I I did appreciate that about this movie where I I I didn't know what to think, and I still don't. Like I I want to watch it again and again and again. You know, because I do I. Did I like a lot of parts of this character? Yes. Heck yeah. Did I respect a lot of parts of this character? Yeah. But then there's some things that she does that I'm like, and while you're watching it, you're rooting for her. And then she's like possibly taking advantage of um, this other woman where she has like this power dynamic over her. And you're like, what are you, are you really doing this? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? I like you. Fuck. You know what I mean? It's, ah, I'm so obsessed with it. I really am.
0: Nina Haas plays the wife. She's very good as well. Um, I'm gonna butcher her last name, but the assistant, um, a French actress, she was in...
1: Portrait of a Lady on Fire?
0: Yes, Nina. that's it. Um, she's also very good. Um, the The, you know, the student is also very good. She's as you mentioned, like an actual musician. Um, Mark Strong is good in it, but like, once again, it's Kate Blanchett's movie. Um, because, you know, obviously the whole movie is just about like, just like witnessing this genius's life. You know, she's, she's teaching students. She's, you know, um, in charge of a full orchestra in Berlin. You know, she's like the first female conductor to do that in this movie. Um, you know, she had, um, mentors like Leonard Bernstein, Um, she's this genius, right. And, Mm. and, and she is charming. She's, um, passionate. She's, um, she's, she's driven in, in a way that you, that is compelling. And, and, and like you, you don't want to stop watching her ever. And you basically never do like, it's all through her eyes. She's these things. And she is a genius, but also she's extremely flawed and extremely Mm -hmm. scary. And she abuses her power to no end in a way that is once again, realistic. (laughs) It just shows that like, and you know, anyone with that position of power can, uh, abuse it. The second scene where like, you know, she's with the student, right. And, um, And she's, you know, she's, um, she's just telling him like, Hey, you know, you gotta like, you know, uh, study these composers, you know, like they look, they might've done bad shit in their real life, but this is important, you know, text important music that you have to learn. And so, in a way, you know, she's right it, technically in that way, but she's a fucking bully. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, cool. like like it, that, like that. That on paper, yes, that is in a way right, right. Like mm-hmm. it, it, you kind of want to learn from the masters in, in your craft, right? And and he's like, white white cis, cis males, like I will never like learn their stuff, and in a way that's like, come on, man. But also, it's like if he doesn't want to. Why does he have to? So like she's wrong also. She's right and wrong. You know, and he's right and he's wrong, the student. That's what's so good about the scene is like sure, yeah, you know, like you're right, Lydia, but why do you have to be such a bitch about it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it like you're so you're abusing your power and making this 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 kid this kid essentially like so nervous and so like uncomfortable. And it's like, I get what you're doing. You're like trying to play the music and you're like, look, see, it's good. You know, this music's so good. Now it's your turn and he refuses. And, you know, and that, and that's when, uh, that, you know, everything goes to shit in that scene. Um, you know, Lydia Tarr is a interesting character because like, yes, I think in all purposes, she is very abusive and very bad, but also she has points, but it's, it's points that Maybe um, in the long run doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, that's it's interesting. When I first watched it, I was like, well, yeah, dude. Like, and it's so interesting because she's like, if you could throw um, these great composers out because of what they did, what about you? You know what I mean? And that, like, Sets up the entire movie, which I think is such a good line. Um, but yeah, because yeah, so but been... also,
0: I mean, I I I'm, I'm just assuming we have different takes on this, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, but also, that's so cruel to say to someone.
1: It is, yeah. That's I, a I mean, that's bully mentality. Right?
0: That's a bully.
1: But it's also tr- like,
0: I, but but that's what's so interesting about the the rule is that, like, in a way, it's like, look, calm down, and just like, this is great music you know, study it. Right. But also it's like, you shouldn't, you know, if they want to like follow someone else, what's so fucking bad about that?
1: Good. That is a good point.
0: But also but, he's but a little, you know, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a, you know, he's, he's in a way wrong too, because he like completely refuses to even learn it. Right. But also Definitely. but also once again, she's making, she's abusing her power by like making this guy nervous and, and forcing him to do something he does not want to do.
1: Yes, but I think in my opinion, if I put myself in that guy's shoes, which is hard to do, I would assume possibly that Lydia Tar, of someone that's an egot, somebody that's a genius, right? Would have something to teach me, maybe that I that I can't let my f- personal feelings get involved in something that she's tr- maybe trying to say. Maybe she's trying to say it in not the best way, or, um, or a way that you would want. Get the to guitar,
0: uh, you good? are you
1: good? <laughs> you good, dude? But um, but you know what I mean. Like maybe she's not saying it in the best way, or the way that that guy, or you, or me, or whoever would want to hear it, but, uh, that's so hard to,
0: to do. You know I, what I mean? I see what you mean as we kind of, especially watching it again and like, you know, the ending when she goes back home, it's like, oh, maybe this is like a facade. Like her name's not even Lydia Tarr, maybe like her, it's insane. You know, like she, she might not even, she might be even putting on an accent.
1: Interesting. It's
0: insane. Like, you know, like she, she, maybe she, you know, she watched Leonard Bernstein and all these like powerful men and she was like, I have to be like that. I have to reimagine myself and become this person just like them. And it, she, she went so far deep into that facade in a way that, you know, in a way she can never break out of it or is, or struggles to you know, and that's what's so complex about the characters. Like, yes, she does really shitty things. She's, you know, we're, we're basically following a, you know, a bad person, but um, <laughs> not a very good chick, but, but she, but she's also very nuanced because we, because we are forced to follow this person, you know, in her life. And after she gets quote unquote canceled, you know, and we follow her, you know, during the aftermath of that, it's fascinating stuff. It's like, no, we can't just like write her off as like, all right, groomed people, uh, abuser moving on. No, you for- you're forced to stay with her even after the quote unquote cancellation where like, yeah. you know, we, we actually see like the, you know, her life fall apart and then you're just supposed to feel the way you feel about that.
1: Like even even calling her just like a straight up bad person is really hard too
0: because it's like well, you can you can think she's not a very good person and still think she's a very compelling character you know what I mean like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do not think she's a good person <laughs> like I think like there's a lot of hints that she probably did the stuff that she's being accused of you know like there you, you know there are yeah. moments of straight up like what the fuck are you doing she already did her damage she fucked up this student and she killed herself. You know what I mean? Like it's all about Krista, this looming figure that we never see. We never see her face. And she's like fighting against like, you know, what she did. I'm an EGOT. I am, I am a genius. I can't be thinking of little shit like that when she really should be. And that's the, that's kind of the whole point of the movie is it's not just you. It's, it's, you know, there's a moment when, uh, you know, really charming stuff with her daughter. Once again, she's nuanced. She loves her daughter. It's about what's unsaid. I think that's the main thing about this movie is, like, what's unsaid.
1: I'd say this movie, in my opinion, is probably a masterpiece. I really think so. Like, I I think it's so good. And, like, with every watch, I'm assuming that it, it just gets better and, like, you find different things about it and it's more compelling.
0: She's, once again, very, like, she loves the craft of music. She's very passionate about that. That love is there, you know, that, that drive is there, but also that, uh, scariness is there. That controllingness is there that, you know, in a way, you know, once everything's stripped away from her, you know, she kind of loses it at the end when she beats up, uh, Mark Strong in this crazy fucking scene. And it's just so, and even though like, that's fucked up. But also, like, once again, she's like, this is my score. I have to do this. Everyone eyes on me? Yes. And she's, like, looking and, like, no one, you know, there's that, that guy who puts his own instrument down. He's like, no. Fuck mm-hmm. you. And then, he, yeah, like, cha- yeah. and then he changes the music at the end. Did you notice that? It's like, that's, that's what this movie is about. Yeah, by the end... She's like working at a fucking Comic Con or something in fucking Vietnam. And uh, it's great. It's like a, it's such a funny way to end the movie. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, you know, is this a hopeful ending? Is this a depressing ending? It's a little bit of both, I think. You know, it's, it's like, you can't even imagine her doing this shit, but she's doing it. And you're left with like, well, is it, she's doing music. She's doing what she loves. Is that worth it? You know what I mean? But also, but also it's like, (laughs) <laughs> doing this this shit and you, yeah, but also you know it's what? like
1: yeah, like especially with the music, it's like uh, again, first time watching it, I, I I came out of it like, oh, she's doing what she loves to do, but then like the music starts playing during the credits, and it's like, oh, she would hate this, wouldn't she?
0: And she, in a way, she becomes invisible. Yeah, she becomes like just another person yeah. working working on video game music and but maybe she's got to learn or will never learn, but like, that's what it is, is like, it's okay to just be part of an orchestra. It's okay to yeah. be an individual making art. You're not the face. You're not the genius. It's not all about you. And, uh, so either Lydia Tar is, is, uh, you know, fucking, you know, uh, losing it, you know, or, or like, you know, doomed because of that or, or maybe, is gonna eat some humble pie later in life. You're left to decide, you know, what, what, what that really is. And that, so Kate Blanchett is wonderful in the movie. I give this movie a nine out of 10. Uh, I think it's, it's very brilliant.
1: Uh, I would give this movie a 10 out of 10. I think it's a masterpiece. Um, yeah. I mean, Todd Fields, the director, writer of it. I would, uh, I, I haven't seen any of his other work. I don't think that it's like this, which I think is really interesting. yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's a masterpiece. It's my number one movie
0: uh, this year, so far. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. and C- and Kate Blanchett. Oh, she's getting
1: that nom. Oh, she's getting that nom. Oh, she's getting that nom, and she oh, no, should be, nom. I don't know, be getting that dub, too, but I don't know. We'll I see. haven't seen all the movies, so... We'll,
0: we'll see, but yeah. <laughs> Levy the Tar Cinematic Universe. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, now... Tar, tar Endgame. Can't wait. So the next movie, when I first watched it, I, I first described it as the anti-Tar, almost. <laughs> where this movie is so about being nice. <laughs> How-
0: We won't call it quits. We'll call it the start.
1: How do I well pronounce this movie? The the Banshees of Incheren?
0: Is that is that... The, uh, the, I the, the Banshees of Inna Sharon.
1: Inna Sharon, there it is. Yeah. There
0: the, it is. the Banshees of Ina Sharon.
1: Let's go get a fucking pint.
0: Let's go get a fucking pint.
1: Oh, cheers, my
0: To my empty point. (laughs) A clunk. A clunk. (laughs) Austin Butler?
1: That's Jacob Elordi to you.
0: That's right. (laughs) That's fucking right. Can't wait for that. Battle Battle of the Elvi. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, So anyway, Banshee's a minute, Sharon. Describe uh, the movie, uh, Hunter.
1: Oh, gosh. Let me pull up the... The... How do you call it? The synop. The synop. Here it is. All right. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends the relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. And little did I know about this movie because I did not know, I did not see a trailer. How alarming the consequences are is fucking insane. Yep. It's fucking insane. Uh, spoilers!
0: Oh, we're going spoilers.
1: Oh, okay. we're going spoilers. Oh, we're going spoilers. Um. Oh yes. I yeah. Um. Let's first start off. Colin Farrell uh, is incredible in this movie. He really is. I, right. I teared up at least at least twice in this while watching this movie. Um, and it's shot beautifully, yeah. but i'm gonna i'm gonna hand it over to you Nick what did you what are your thoughts
0: uh I love this movie yeah i mean it's it's uh it's a lot of things that I always want in movies baby you know it's funny it's sad <laughs> it's not very fun, but it's also fun it's a, that's it's so funny like it's 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 the it's the least fun movie of the year maybe but it's also the most fun
1: oh I had a blast watching this movie. You know, it it's is. so
0: funny. I mean, the the writing, Martin McDowell is the, the 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 writing is is so funny. It's so it's just very Irish. It's it's just very it's just very snappy. The back and forth adventure banter is great with all the characters. Every character has like a like ten amazing lines to you know throughout the whole movie. You know, multiple great performances. Not only Colin Farrell, who is Fantastic and and one of the one also one of the best performances of the year I think, yep. uh, but also uh, Brendan Gleeson's great um, uh, Barry Keoghan I always get his last name wrong
1: yeah Ke- I just call him Keegan Keegan Michael Keegan Keegan Barry Keegan Michael Keegan there we um, go uh, Carrie Condon Carrie Condon her,
0: fantastic
1: who was probably my favorite um, character of the movie yeah she was fantastic. Um, but yeah, and the comedic timing of, um, everybody, but especially the two leads and Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, oh my gosh, they were making me laugh just like nonstop everything that they wanted to make me laugh at. They did.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great back and forth and it's, it's about, and the relationship is so good, even though it's, it's a movie about how their relationship, uh, fucking went to shambles and we're seeing the aftermath. You know, like the whole movie, we never actually see them as friends, but we like, we know they were, and they have a back and forth. Like they've been friends for a long time now mm-hmm. and that's brilliant. Like once again, like we never actually see the actual friendship that they're talking about, but all, but we feel it anyway. Like, and it's all about like a, it's a, it's a breakup movie, man. It's all about how these, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's how, it's about how these two men had a falling out. And the repercussions of that in a, in a small island uh, town.
1: Yeah. It's a, uh, I can't even, and it's so like oddly relatable too. Cause like I've been, I've almost been both of these guys in, in a, in a friendship where like somebody's ended a friendship with me where I'm like, dude, what, what, what happened? And then I've also been a guy ending a friendship. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. I would never go this far. But symbolically, like, dude, stop. Like, stop. Like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. I cut off my own finger just to fucking stop this. You know what I mean? Like, it's so. I mean, it's so bonkers and out there, but it's based in, like, such, like, realism in this movie, too. Yeah. Where it's like, holy. Yeah. It's so. Yeah, it's oddly relatable.
0: It goes into unpredictable lengths, and we're going to spoil the movie, of course, now, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, he chops his fucking fingers off, you know, and because, you know, they're... they're <clears throat> both of their ideologies are so interesting to me because, like, Brandon Gleeson is all about, like, I didn't make a name for myself. I have to now, like, so I can't be your friend anymore. I don't want to be your friend anymore because you slowed me down. You know? um, You know, it's not about being nice. It's about being you know, it's making a name for yourself. And while Colin Farrell, it's like, Hey, you know, it's okay just to be nice. Like it's, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to be kind is better than to be, uh, you know, go to cruel lengths to become, <laughs> you know, a a genius or, or like a, t- a huge talent in the world, you know? So that both of their, both of them are right and wrong, you know, when it comes to just like, you know, cause you know, Colin Farrell, you know, Oh, it's okay to just be nice. And it's like, Yes. You in know, a, in a, you are right. It's, it's good to be kind, but also it's like, well, if that's, if you're not even like attempting to try to like make any name for yourself and you're just like, you know, and, 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 and you're just totally like, okay, um, I'll just um, be comfortable in this small town and not branch out and not try to do anything and make, make any kind of name for myself at all. That's not right either. And Brendan Gleeson, it's like, yeah, you want to make a name for yourself. And that's good, but also like to, <laughs> in these cruel ways, you know, in this cruel manner, that's, that's very much not right either. And that's like, you know, you, you want to be supportive and kind too when, when trying to make a name for yourself. So they're, they're both right and they're both wrong. And that's, what's so interesting about their banter is like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's very good stuff. And my favorite scene of the whole, or at least one of my favorite scenes the whole movie is when they talk about that in the bar at night and, you know, and he Colin Farrell kind of blows up and kind of stands up for himself for like the first time maybe ever in his fucking life. Yeah. And it's just a, an amazing scene where like, you know, he stands up for his ideology and it's moving, but also like powerful and the sister's there to hear it all. And she's hearing, you know, like I love my sister, you know, and, and all that stuff. And then, you know, he leaves. Brandon Gleason's like, I, I kind of like him now.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and um, one of my favorite parts in that scene too is when I mean, obviously he's talking about like, uh, like Colin Farrell's like, oh, I don't, I don't know who Mozart is, so that's one person in the world he doesn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> right. And then uh, uh, the sister after Colin Farrell leaves, oh, best line ever is when yes. he's like, you know, it's not the 17th century, it's the 18th century, or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's such a voice of like. Where you're saying, like, oh, there's these two um, uh, ideologies, right? Mm -hmm. And she's the one that balances them both so fucking well. Exactly. And it's like, like, not like you stupid men, but you stupid men. Stupid men! (laughs) Look at her! (laughs) Like, come on!
0: Do what she's doing!
1: No, literally, because it's like you guys are both right in your own way.
0: You're both sides of the same... Coin, but you're you're going about it wrong, both of you. Like it's so fucking funny to watch, <laughs> but, it it's also, it's but it's so, also so tragic. It's a tragedy.
1: It really is. It's so and it, yeah, it's written so well, where it's like I never once felt like gloomy. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, this is this is a bad watch because it's just it's so light as right. well. And then. Barry Keegan's character, so weird. So he's such a fucking funny. I think he's so
0: good. If he, if this is how he plays Joker, I'm all fucking in.
1: Dude, it's so, he's such an inter- I've never quite seen an actor like him, specifically in that scene too with um uh the sister. Yeah. Down by like the, the river on oh, the lake or whatever. So funny but also so sad. And he's like doing these like weird works and beats. And it's like, yeah, it's like, how, how did you do this? I yep. don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't do what he does. And that's, yes, so he's amazing. It.
0: And one, it, it, he's one of our finest uh, new actors right now. I, yes. I feel like whatever he does next, I will be, I will be seated. I will be seated.
1: I can't wait to like, after the movie, I was like, dude, I want to buy the Blu-ray of this movie. That's yeah. Right. It it's insanely it quotable. Over. It's
0: insanely tragic. It's, but but once a dark, I'm uh, just a great dark comedy. Uh, yeah. Brendan Gleason's great. Uh, Colin Farrell, it, you know, he, he plays like a, you know, a nice guy obviously, but he's dim and he's, and he doesn't stand up for himself and he learns to do that. And by the end of the movie, when they, they're having this rivalry, you know, when, you know, it's all said and done, both of them has have changed and you're both too, you know, you're, you're, you are the one, you are the one to kind of decide if that was for the better, if that was for the worse. And in a lot of ways it's for the worse, but like, you know, it's, it's so interesting because like by the end, Colin Farrell is kind of an asshole now. And it's kind of like, I don't fucking care. Uh, let's call this the beginning. I will forever try to ruin your life. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't care about your dog. Here's your dog. Bye. And, yep. Bren- and Brennan Gleason's like, well, thanks for taking care of him. You know, and so he's kind of changed because now he has nothing left. He has no, you know, all of his fingers uh, on on his uh, left hand, right hand, I forget. But um, yeah. all those fingers are gone, right? All those fingers, bye-bye. And so mm-hmm. it's like, now <laughs> the only choice I have is to be kind.
1: Oof, gosh. It's, it's interesting because, yeah, we're talking about all this bleak stuff, but somehow, like, it's like, I want to buy the movie and throw it on whenever it's like a comfort movie yeah. in an odd way. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant.
0: It's brilliant. Um, so yeah, uh, nine out of 10, but maybe 10, I don't know. I'd have to think about it more, but it's definitely like one of my favorite movies of the year. I think it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm giving this. I, I, I seem like I'm looking like I'm loving everything right now, but I'm giving this movie another ten out of ten, man.
0: Hunter, what do you love movies or something?
1: What do you love movies? What the what fuck? You, is love that? Or what, you love movies?
0: What do you love? You love movies or something? Life. you! am a fucking lover of movies! <laughs> Go
1: fuck yourself. You should have been in this. Fu- you should have been in this movie. I should have been in this
0: fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a finger for you. One, <laughs> two, two <laughs> three, four. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Oh man. Um so hunter. So Speaking of great movies.
1: Speaking of bad policemen <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I watched My Policeman, directed by uh, Michael Grandage. Grandage? Let's go Grandage. Um, Grandage. Starring Who's this movie? Harry Styles, Emma Corinne, and David Dawson. Uh, let's read the, the synop here. Wow, the, the log line for this movie, sorry, is incredible. Let it take hold of you. Wow. That's beautiful. In the late 1990s, the take, arrival of... Wait, the take what? Hold you. Let it... Let Harry Styles...
0: Um, uh, After Don't Worry Darling, uh, Harry Styles, please don't uh, get a hold of me.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so in the late 1990s, the arrival of elderly and in, invalid Patrick into Marion... And Tom's home triggers the exploration of seismic events from 40 years previous, the passionate relationship between Tom and Patrick at a time when homosexuality was illegal. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Lots of stuff there. Um, Lots of stuff. And I'll start it off. I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, talking about this film because I don't have m- much to say. But I will say that this is a good. It's a fine movie, like it really is. It's 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 directed well. Um, the writing is kind of beautiful, and the characters are so three dimensional. It's amazing. How's Harry, dude? It it really and I will throw this out there. I'm a Harry Styles fan. I like his music. I do. Would you say, would you say it's stan? I would. I would say a, a, no. I would say i like his i like his music and his new album is so good i would say I'm, I'm a fan of Harry styles okay i would say that he sort of in a way um i don't know why he, i know why they cast him but i don't know why they cast him because it the character is so three-dimensional and he plays it so one-dimensional that it's aggravating it really is like oh like this could this could have been a great movie Starring somebody else because, and the other two, um, Emma Corinne and David Dawson. Oh man, and even the the people that play the the older versions of them, like uh, Gina McKee, Rupert Everett, and uh, Linus Roach. Fantastic, so good. Like, and I could see, and I could see people really loving this movie because it, it does. It is written very well, you know, and the shots are beautiful, and everybody else. But him is so good, but like he's the lead. You know what I mean? And like, and even the way that they describe the character in the movie, it's just not the way you describe Harry Styles. You know what I mean? And so it's mm-hmm. it's just so interesting that they cast him. Um, but
0: so uh, I gotta know: is it better yeah. than Don't Worry, his Don't Worry, Darling performance, or worse? So or, or about the, the same?
1: Worse, but only oh shit, Karen. really.
0: It is. It is. It's
1: only because it's, it's written so well. Wait, 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 wait. wait,
0: wait. We're spending yeah. our
1: lives.
0: It's our lives. Alice. It's worse than that. It is dude. It's about, the same, but no, yes. let, me, let me, let me say
1: this. Let me say this. Okay. It's worse. It's about the same acting style. It's like, he's playing the same character. It really is. Um, does he just have his regular accent
0: or is he putting on an accent? Yes.
1: Yeah. It's his regular accent. Um, but it, it's only worse because this is written so well, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To where you could see the, a performance being so good. Don't worry, darling. I wouldn't say is, is like a, a really well written movie. Mm -hmm. Like again, like with somebody like, I know that they wanted to cast Shia LaBeouf uh, and don't worry, darling or, um, somebody else, you could see it being a better movie and a better performance. This is just so aggravating because it's like, oh, there's, there's really, I mean, it's an artsy movie where like you could see the vision, and it's and he's just not doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's just not doing a very good job, and so it's it's more. I don't know if I would say it's a worse performance, but it's definitely more aggravating um, performance to watch because it's like, oh, dude, with a better actor, this is gonna make me cry. You know uh, what I mean? But like. And you see it, too, because the older versions of themselves are in a good chunk of the movie, and it makes you feel things. Well, it's because they're doing such a good job. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's, it sucks because the movie's fine. You know what I mean? And the movie would be really good mm-hmm. uh, if, they, if either he did a better job. And, again, they cast him because of star power. Would I have watched this movie maybe if Harry Styles wasn't in it? I don't know. Would I have even heard of this movie? I don't know. Which is another thing that I am starting to get irritated with, with um, the film industry a little bit. Because you see it a lot in Netflix movies too, with like, I don't know, the the Kissing Booth or like whatever, like, or the, the, the remake of She's All That with He's All That or whatever. Oh, right. Said, yeah. With these social media stars and like the following, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, if you look back in like the 70s, 80s, 90s, or whatever, these great movies and times for movies, it's like, you didn't ever have that. You didn't really have like an actor that gets cast because, I mean, I guess you did. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's like, all right, are we only casting Harry Styles because he's Harry Styles? And that's the poll for this movie. It's like, come on, guys. He's not an actor. And maybe I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he'll get better. And I hope he gets better. I do if he Me continues too. to do it. Yeah. You know, um, which it looks like he will, because isn't he going to be in Marvel stuff?
0: Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's Thanos' bro. He's his bro.
1: And maybe he'll get better. But maybe right now, maybe he'll
0: be better in Eternals too where he goes, It's our lives, Thanos. It's our <laughs> lives
1: <laughs> We could lose this. Yeah, he has moments like that too, like like you see them walking around with rouge It's it's disgusting. It's mm-hmm. like alright dude, like let's I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. It's but I rate the movie it's like a four out of, five out of ten, four out of ten.
0: Okay, so, like, basically, like, disappointing, but there was some potential for... Oh, dude. Dude, so much potential.
1: In fact, I would recommend people watching it. I would. Oh, really? Because there's a lot of potential there. And it's a beautiful, heartbreaking story. It really... The story is, like, oh, Just the fact that people... And I, I won't ruin it, but, like, the fact that people could, like, waste so much of their lives is just so, like because of, like, one decision or two decisions that they make is just heart-wrenching. So,
0: yeah, I'd recommend mm. it. Interesting, interesting. Uh, well, if he's not um, <laughs> dancing like a fool in uh, in the club like he is in Don't Worry Darling, I might skip. <laughs> uh,
1: no, but he does sing like he does he in Don't Worry Darling. Dude! I fucking called it right before the movie started. What that he was gonna sing? I also called it in Don't Worry Darling. And guess what? You remember how that movie opens up? It's him basically singing, he's humming.
0: Oh that's I I honestly I forgot about that movie, so like the whole, the you, whole movie... you could be you could be telling me that he he strips naked and, and does a crap dance. <laughs> I, I, I would believe you.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, the whole movie starts out and the whole movie that whole movie's based on his humming and then I literally, I was like, he's going to sing at least once. And his singing's not like good in it. It's more of like a, you know, right, yeah. I, like jig or something like that. But he sings. So I was right. He's going to sing in every project that he does from now on. They're going to find a way to add it in.
0: Interesting. Well, I'll be waiting for that crab walk. All right. So <laughs> a, a, a light recommendation for my policeman. Guys. You made it till the end of the video. Congratulations. Thank you so much for watching. Please click that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more movie reviews and film related videos like the one you just watched or like these. We also have a podcast, NYC Actors Talk Film, where you can listen to the full episode of what you just watched down below, as well as our socials. Thank you so much. So yeah, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the newest Marvel movie. Um, it's, um, the sequel to a very well-beloved Marvel movie, uh, Black Panther. Um, uh, the new one obviously is missing its star, uh, Chadwick Boseman. He tragically died in 2020. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this was highly anticipated. Um, uh, you know, the, this was, you know, the, the, um, you know, because not only obviously is it like you know what are they going to do, but also what are they going to do about Chadwick Boseman? You know, they they lost mm-hmm. their main character, so like how are they going to continue this franchise without him? It's you know, so that, that was also just like a major, like, you know, intrigue. It was just major intrigue in general for, for people like, okay, what are they going to do? You know, is this going to work now without him? How are they going to deal with his loss in the movie? Is it going to be, um, is it going to be, is it going to ring true? Is it going to be like, you know, um, he just passed and we're going to do it in a disingenuous way. Is it like going to be rushed? Is it going to be, but but also is it, it going to honor him you know while also still making a movie you know like where it's not just the whole movie is a funeral they're also making a sequel to a movie you know so it's it's just a hard balance and I I I feel bad for Ryan Coogler in a way you know because like you know that's that's a lot you know and so I, I um a lot to do in one movie you know. Um, So it it was always going to be hard to balance all of that. It's okay. It's an okay movie. Um, I was a little disappointed by it, but this is just uh, my first viewing of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's, um,
1: Question. Did they, did they handle his passing? How, how did they do it? If, if we're going
0: spoilers? Yeah. So yeah, let's go to spoilers. Um, yeah. So the, the opening scene is basically a funeral. It's, it's basically like, you know, he, he passed away off screen and, uh, uh, Letitia Wright's character is like, you know, trying to find a cure, but it's too late. And, uh, and then they have this like really, uh, beautiful, um, funeral scene where like everyone's kind of celebrating his life, but it's also very sad, um, in Wakanda. Uh, and that's like some of the best stuff of the movie It's just like the way they honor Chadwick Boseman is just so unbelievably moving. And so, um, it just feels right. Like they didn't botch it. Like the, it wasn't like a, oh, they, um, they didn't really, uh, do that. Right. It, it didn't, doesn't ring true. It, it rings true. It, it feels like all these people, you know, uh, the cast and crew, it's just everyone in this movie just d- deeply misses him. And so, like, they they did right by him, by honoring him. That's some of the best stuff of the movie. Um, And when it's not that, honestly, uh, I don't... And once again, this is my first viewing, but I, I don't really like it all that much besides that. You know, it, it's it's a moving tribute to Chadwick Boseman, but anytime it tries to be a superhero movie, I, I my brain shuts off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like I, maybe I'm just sick of superhero movies right now. I just because I the only one I've actually really really liked is uh, the Batman this year.
1: So, uh, Letitia Wright's character becomes Black Panther. Yeah, she so becomes uh, the Black Panther.
0: Yeah, yeah. So basically, okay. what happens in this movie is that. Um, Uh, Wakanda is mourning the loss of the Chala. And, um, then, uh, Namor comes in, uh, the kind of King of Atlantis or like a underwater city. I don't know if it's Atlantis. Uh, I think DC is like, no, don't call it Atlantis. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, he's he's the King of like an underwater civilization, kind of similar to Wakanda where like, they're kind of separate from the world. They have their own advanced like technology, all that stuff. But, um, but basically name name more and no more sorry is like um um you know um we have to know if you're like on our side um and then there's also like this kind of thing where like they want to kill uh this girl um who who's iron heart in, in in now in the MCU like that's like a character who's like sort of like iron man but like you know, like, uh doing her own thing. Um, so, like, that's also a subplot in the movie. And uh, that that stuff is just kind of, like, whatever for me. It's just kind of like Marvel, like, setting up an, another movie kind of deal. Wow. Where it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know if you saw Doctor Strange too, but, like, it's like America Chavez, that character. It's like, you know, it's just like, hey, let's introduce this other character while we're at it, you know? And it's like, eh, you don't really need to do that, you know? It, it's, yeah. just, it's just kind of like... We should just be focusing on like the story, and, and the movie like nearly three hours long, and it's like that—that's the stuff you cut. I feel like, Hold you know on. what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: Black Panther two is almost three hours.
0: It's almost three hours long. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my god! Oh man, guys, you need to do I well. Uh, Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Wakanda, um, can you shave a few minutes?
1: <laughs> Wakanda, hey. I got things to do. <laughs>
0: Wakanda, uh, maybe we could do this some other time?
1: <laughs> yeah. um, that's fucking crazy. But how you mentioned, like, do you think they try to jam-pack? Because you said it's a lot to do in one movie. It's we a have lot. To honor Chadwick Boseman, but yeah. also be your own Be your own movie and be a sequel,
0: too. Yes. Uh, and so also you- be another movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, that's too much. Um, do you think it... W- was it the how you said the movie's fine. Is it like a balancing thing? That
0: they, it, that they didn't do It's well? a balancing thing that they're not doing that well. I don't think, I mean, like I see people who love this movie online. I see people who absolutely hate this movie online. I think I'm kind of in the middle. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I really like the first black Panther movie. I think Chadwick Boseman's incredible in that movie. I think like just in that movie, he became like an iconic hero that people can look up to like kids mm-hmm. and everyone. And yep. that's just so like cool to me. And that, it was always going to be a challenge for Ryan Coogler and the team to like re- do that again or, or recreate that with a new black Panther and not to say Letitia Wright is doing bad in the movie. She's doing quite good. Like she does a good job in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, I don't know. We, uh, and like, it's not like they don't have intimate character moments cause they do. And like the, uh, there's like conversations that Letitia Wright has with like, um, Angela Bassett in the movie that, that, you know, stuff like that, that's a very moving, you know, and, you know, she's like a tech, you know, girl. So, like, she doesn't really believe in, like, the afterlife and, like, you know, that, like, Chadwick or that uh, T'Challa is, like, his presence is still with us and stuff like that. And she has to kind of learn that throughout the movie. So, like, that stuff is there. once again, maybe if I watch it again, some of these, sometimes these Marvel movies, like I, I have to watch it again to be like, okay, maybe I was a little too harsh. So I might be, maybe I'm a little too harsh here. I don't know for sure, but this is just my first viewing and I, and even though that stuff works, and I, once again, she's she's good in the movie, it's never like the same, unfortunately. Like, it, it's just not like, because how do you, you know, it's just such a weird position. It's like, you're doing the same character arc again, but with a different character, because unfortunately, the actor passed away. And so it's just like, it's always going to be kind of a little bit of a retread, even though what it's doing is like good, and it's pretty good. Like, it's it's a, you know, it's kind of like a Black Panther's arc in the original movie, and it's Civil war, and all of his appearances. It's like, you know, he's at first in civil war, you know, he wants to enact revenge on someone he thought killed his father, but he decides that vengeance consumes the soul and that he doesn't want to be consumed by vengeance anymore. And we do that again in this movie, but with Letitia Wright, you know, where it's like, yes, that's such a good idea, obviously, but it's just like, we're doing the same stuff again, because we have to set up another Black Panther to appear in other movies. So that unfortunately it's like iron man two, where it's like, it's just like setting things up for the next movie. I feel like where like the movie itself isn't as standalone as the first movie. Cause mm-hmm. the first movie it's like, you know, uh, this iconic black Panther character uh, fighting, you know, uh, the other side of the coin killmonger, mm-hmm. uh, Michael B. Jordan's character. And he, Michael B. Jordan was such a compelling, uh, was such a compelling villain in the movie because he was right and wrong, you know, he, you know, he was, you know, he was so wrong. It's such a tragic, you know, character. Oh yeah. Um, if, I don't know if he's, did you see the first Black Panther?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But like, you know, Killmonger, sure. like his dad died because of the, the you know, his, because of the, the child's father and, you know, obviously he was radical, but like, you know, he, you know, he shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't have died, you know? And it was such a, mm-hmm. Um, you know, tragic character. And, and so like their kind of relationship to Chala and Killmonger, that was so key to the first movie. Now that both characters can't appear. Well, here's the thing. Killmonger does appear in this movie, but like through the afterlife in one scene, which was a good scene. Um, But, yeah. um, but like, you know, obviously those elements are now gone and you have to move forward. And it's like, what do you have left? And it's, Unfortunately, because it's, you know, the, they had the, you know, even though they took off a year, like, you know, it was still a bit of a rush production, like, all right, we got to like do this movie soon, though, you know, so like, it's, it has its heart in the right place. Um, but I prefer the first movie, even though I think this is shot better, like, like Ryan Coogler is doing really good stuff behind the camera here, when it comes to the action, when it comes to just the way it's shot now, it feels like a, a more cinematic look it has a more cinematic look to it than the first movie, even though I I like that movie more and the script's mm. better in that movie. And the characters are more compelling in that movie. Like, even though like there it's Black Panther isn't like a perfect movie. It's like, it has some of the best moments in the MCU. And that's, you know, a large part of it was because of how compelling uh, Chadwick Boseman and the story was. And now, and, and with this, I, I like the supporting cast. Everyone's doing very good. You know, I, I like, um, and I want to, I just want to see more of these characters cause I like them. Like you, you're good. You know what I mean? You don't have to get me to like them again or anything like it, like the goodwill is there. You, we want to, we like these characters and we want to see what they do next. But it, once yep. again, it just feels like, uh, this is a three hour movie where we're setting up movies where we'll see these characters again instead of just a movie. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's annoying.
0: But also I get it. I, you know, I, 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 get the position Ryan Coogler and everyone was in, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's like, well, you have to, you have to reintroduce a new black Panther. You have to do this stuff while continuing. It's very hard. And the more, um, is a, is an okay villain or anti-hero cause he's kind of a villain, kind of not, you know, he has noble intentions, but goes about it in crazy radical ways So, you know, he wants to kill humanity, but you kind of understand. But, like, you don't understand it like Killmonger. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, I I get it. I get it. Trying to kill everyone. I get it. People aren't
1: annoying. I understand that.
0: It it never feels as, like, personal as Killmonger. Like, once again, the guy is the – I forget the actor's name. I I probably butcher it. But he's doing good work, and he's he's good in the movie. But it's just, like, you know, it's just not as uh, emotionally – fulfilling as Killmonger. And I, I hate to compare it, keep comparing it, but it's just, you know, it, 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 it's just unfortunate because you have to, in a way, you know? Um, but you know, uh, it's, you know, once again, like there are moments that are good. There are, there will be certain scenes that I will want to go back to the endings, very moving too. you know, uh, Letitia, Wright is like finally like opening up and actually mourning the loss of of, uh, T'Challa. Chadwick Boseman. And so all that stuff is good. And like, there's a mid credit scene where like, Oh, um, he actually had a son all this time. And that's Mm. like a really moving moment too. And his name's the And it's just like really sweet. Like, Uh. okay. Like that's, that's a cool, that's a really cute moving way to like honor the legacy while maybe in the future we'll have another to So that's really, like really cute, really moving stuff. There's really good stuff in this movie. Like watch certain hmm. scenes and be moved to tears. It's it's good stuff. Wakanda Forever. Uh, check it out if you haven't.
1: <laughs> um, for for yeah, what, what's what's your rating? A six out of ten. So, oh, okay, six out of ten. Yeah, okay, it, right. it might be a seven
0: That's if I'm you know if I watch it again and I'm a little less grumpy. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's at least a six or seven. Like it's. You know, Marvel be Marvel. Yep. Marvel forever. Uh, Marvel forever.
1: That's your hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag Marvel hashtag forever. In your, in your whatever the new social media after Twitter.
0: Guys, you made it till the end of the video. Congratulations. Thank you so much for watching. Please click that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more movie reviews and film-related videos, like the one you just watched. Or like these. We also have a podcast, NYC Actors Talk Film, where you can listen to the full episode of what you just watched down below, as well as our socials. Thank you so much. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, um, passed away uh, about a week or so ago. And, uh, you know, it's, it's we, we were just talking earlier this year about the animated series, you know, because we were talking about all the Batman and he, you know i said he was my favorite and we just lost my favorite batman and i'm just yeah. uh it's it's very sad news i uh you know i i grew up with the video games and you know he he will always be the voice of batman to me and to a lot of people so it's it's just very sad but also like he left so much work behind, you know, he voiced Batman in so many things. He, he is the voice of Batman for so many people. When they pick up a comic, they read it, they hear his voice. I mean, I, I feel like just forever and always now people will hear that voice when they think of Batman, you know, and that's, that's a legacy right there. That's huge. That's yep. huge. Uh um, so yeah, I'm, I'm crushed, but also so incredibly grateful for Everything he did, uh, he, his voice changed my life.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, that was, was beautiful. He's, yeah, he's amazing. And Yeah, I, I won't even say anything. You said it fucking beautifully. It's perfect.
0: So, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy.
1: Yeah. You
0: guys, thank you so much for listening, for watching. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, Hunter, uh, social plugs...
1: Uh, we have a website, NYCX Talk Film. Uh, what other things? Well, what's your, what's your hat? Where are you at? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can are find you on me Twitter? Hunter,
0: um,
1: well, I guess. As long as it <laughs> is uh, Twitter? I guess. Uh, you can find me at Hunter LaSalle on all things. Uh, follow, you know what? Follow at the Brothers grawlman Film on Instagram. There we go. Uh, short film coming out. Um, I don't know when we're doing a film festival run right now we're submitting. So that's exciting, but yeah, follow that Instagram for more updates on that. Um, yeah. And in the words of famous director, Scott Calcagno, we're back. Hunter, we're back.
0: We're back. We're, we're back. back. We're back. We're back. Um, uh, you can find me at Nick underscore man 27 on Instagram. on. uh, Uh, On Twitter, I am at NickManna527. I'm Nick Manna, actor, singer in New York. Hire me. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for watching, for listening. Uh, We will see you. We will see you in in the next one. Uh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Bye, folks.